listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Do welcome to your wrestling podcast, Joshua Adam Lamar with not with the senator. What's happening? What's happening? And the futurist and the crown prince of charisma, Mate. That's me. That's you. So it was a uh, another week in the world of pro wrestling. Uh but really, this is the Combat Sport Podcast. The co- the compliments I got last week from the podcast, aside from Morton's joke, um, people really enjoyed the <laughs> boxing uh, conversation quite a bit. Nice. Uh, people really enjoyed that. And obviously, uh, I-, I guess kind of just really quickly on the, on the combat side of things, uh, Dana White, uh, Senator, uh, three big fights announced up to 299. Still not saying whatever 300 is, but going up to 299, some pretty big fights announced. Yeah, there's there's some interesting fights. I think Adesanya being out uh, kind of messes with their plans. I think they were hoping to have him and Jones on 300. Yeah. So maybe there's still a chance for that. I do think that Jones, Jones just got uh surgery so i don't know how long he's out but if he can make it back for 300 you're most likely going to see that steep a steep a fight there i'm assuming connor comes back at 302 connor is now back in the i can't say you saw the pool because they're not working what you saw well, yeah whatever much. the pool is now yeah yeah but now i just think that that just means that there's going to be a lot more uh drug usage besides Probably. now than there was when there was USADA because USADA really tested for everything. Yeah. And I think this new policy is going to kind of be more, I would kind of aim it towards boxing because I think that there's going to be a few people, for example, Connor, that's going to be able to like get away with a little bit more than they would if it was USADA. Absolutely. The Patty O'Malley fight. Uh, he's he's a rising star. I thought that was exciting to get that fight on the on the uh, the upcoming here. He's one of the one of the names for my lack of ignorance of following uh, UFC that I've have enjoyed when I've got a chance to see him. Who Patty or Patty? Yeah, Patty arguably should have lost his last fight. Yeah, I thought that he lost his last fight, but when they're building a star, they're gonna rule towards them. So. Interesting. I think, but I swear I saw it was going to be... the legitimacy of the sport there. Huh? I said you're calling out the legitimacy of the sport there. I know, right? It you clearly saw that he lost, but they weren't gonna they weren't gonna give him that loss. But I also think uh, I saw that it might be O'Malley and Cheetah instead, and Cheetah was and um, yeah, Cheetah Vera who beat him when he broke his leg. So that'll be also interesting. Whichever one it is, O'Malley's next fight is going to be a fight to watch. Absolutely. Um, Okay, a few wrestling things. We have a gimmick this week, and I'm going to kind of focus on the gimmick because it was a quieter 
week in pro wrestling. We had Crown Jewel. It's, it's 295. It's UFC 295 that's on the deck, though. Yeah, 295 this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So kind of just tell us about that really quick, Senator. Um, I haven't really been able to keep up with who's fighting. I'm going to be watching the card. I'll get the card for us. Thank God that this is going to be a weekend where I don't have much DJing stuff. So So yeah, this was supposed to be Steve Itch and John Jones, right? Yeah. This is it was supposed to be this card and then so the main event and uh, forgive me for uh botching this guy's name yuri prosakovic okay yeah against alex Pereira. the co-main is sergey polovich against tom aspinall uh the women's weight is jessica andrade against Mackenzie dern featherweight matt flarva against benoit saint denis Featherweight is Diago Lopez against Pat Sabatani. I I can tell you, I knew who the the match for the cancel guys were. No idea who any of these people are. So Alex Pierre, yeah, this is not. Oh, sorry, just uh, saying this is not a a uh, huge name card by any means. That main event though promises to be a banger. Is two mm-hmm. huge men who are going to yeah. hit hard. Yeah, Pereira is. For those that don't know, Pereira is the guy that defeated Adesanya in kickboxing and then handed wow. Adesanya his first loss in the UFC. And then Adesanya came back and beat him in the rematch. So these are two guys that are... Uh, per- Pereira just moved up to light heavyweight, pretty much dominated his last, last his first fight at light heavyweight. And now this is going to be a second one. There's... It's, it should, it's going to be a good main event. Because he just has power. They both have power. So, like, anybody that connects can really knock the other one out. Nice. Well, keep an eye That's on That's what I was getting. I was watching, sorry, I was watching the countdown before the uh, before Dynamite. And that's what I really got out of it was, this might not last long, but it should be exciting. Nice. Yeah. Pereira's known to just knock people out. This podcast will slowly get me back into UFC. I want to have an idea where things are before 300 because i will be watching 300 so i want to have an idea kind of where everything is i've decided in 2024 i want to get back into it you just gotta get back into like the main like the main cards because there's just way too many cards to really just if you had to do it you'd be watching every single weekend and that just becomes (laughs) too much yeah especially with that is what turned me off of them in the first place yeah they literally have a fight night next weekend yeah, but but I am looking forward to someday in the near future, since people enjoyed that boxing top, maybe doing a top ten heavyweight yeah. list for each of us. I think that would be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And then we we'll can save the pound for pound for down the road. For sure. I just looked ahead to UFC two ninety six, Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington for the main event. That excites me because those are two names I do know. That will be interesting because Leon Edwards didn't even really want that fight. Yeah, and then you and also then, have Tony Ferguson versus Patty Pimblett as well in that fight. Uh, that Tony Ferguson at this point right now, I think, should retire. He Probably, Well, I think it's just the Evelyn, because they really want to bring up Patty Pimblett, right? Yeah, and they keep going off of the legacy of Ferguson, yeah. but Ferguson is not that same guy. Those losses that he's been taking lately has been... It's one, it's one of those ones where you see a fighter and you're like... Oh, you! It's time to retire. Like yeah. 
unfortunately, because he's a legend. But I don't know if I can see him get knocked out again or submitted again or the way how he's been lately. Right. Uh, any last comments about uh, USC before we move on to WWE? Uh, no, I just that. Uh, more than, more than. Sorry, I was going to say more yeah. than any other sport. Probably UFC, including boxing, in anything. More than any other sport, seeing a guy hang on too long is sad. In UFC, and we saw with Silva. We saw with Silva. Silva kind of ruined his legacy. Silva was like one of the greatest fighters I'd ever seen, and he held on for way too long. Way too long. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate, but honestly, I think uh, pre-sales for a Toronto show is next week, mm-hmm. and I'm contemplating if I want to like buy Throw a away. ticket to go to nice. go to that. Uh, you should. GSP was one, by the way, that didn't hold on too long. He left at the top. No, he knew how to do it. Yeah, and there's he other factors I know with GSP too. But, uh, moving on to WWE, um, you know they had a pay per view this week. And I want to say it was a bad show, but it was a forgettable show. Nothing, you know, good matches, terrible crowd, like one of the worst crowds I've seen. The debate like, you know, there probably is worse shows, but I would say that was the worst WWE pay-per-view so far for me this year was Crown Jewel because it was just incredibly forgettable. Again, like, you know, Seth and Drew had a great match. Maybe that was probably the best match on the card uh that they had there um uh, roman and la Knight was better than it had any right to be for how bad la Knight is uh the women's match was okay ray and logan was good logan saved ray's life and yep. um i'm just trying to remember what else was on that show it, it, it like i said it was a more or less pretty forgettable show for the most part for first i thought you were talking about tonight's dynamite then i went oh he's talking about <laughs> both of the same it's like that that office kid. It's the same picture. Uh, I, I was just kind of sleepwalking through. I was watching. I was caring more about watching the NBA game and making fun of James Harden walking back and waddling like a duck during the Clippers <laughs> the Nets game than watching Dynamite. To be honest, I'll put it uh, like this: This might have been the worst. Like a lot of times, we like to say um, returns. Can like depending on where you make a return, that's where the impact can really happen. I feel so bad for Kyrie. Oh yeah, that happened, right? This that was the worst audience. That was the worst place. Yeah, for her to make that return anywhere yeah. else, louder pop. Mm-hmm. There, they did not make a single. They barely made sounds for any of the women. It's a bad matches. week for like, stardom women making debuts on shows because Maria May, they're like, <laughs> cool. Yeah. And she's doing the Mickey James gimmick, it looks like, by the way. And by <laughs> the way, I thought at first when you said uh, bad reaction to her, um, you know, everybody was like, whatever. I thought you were talking about Red Velvet's return. So, I mean, <laughs> same. That too. That too. That was it's not a week that world. really worthy ex- wrestling certainly excited you. That's I why mean, I'm glad I came yeah. up with the gimmick that we're doing today. Yeah, I'm glad you got a gimmick because the wrestling itself is like there's no interesting stories really outside the ring. A little bit, well, I guess. CM Punk's WWE Punk's. profile got updated. There you go. But uh, but I mean, a little bit. I guess there's some little bit of talk about the 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 numbers with TKO and the you know and their stock and everything like that. But 
and staying away from vans. Yeah, we don't need a bit of that, but it's not much outside the ring and in the ring. There's nothing that that has you going. I'm so excited for this. I'm so mm-hmm. excited for that. You know, I'm excited for war um, games. I'm excited for war games, but that's we, we'll, think, we'll get to the that. Problem, the problem with both companies right now is I go into every match knowing who the winner is going to be before before the match ends. You hit the nail on the head there, Morton. It's hard to build excitement when you know who's going to win. Like I, I think we were. I mean, looking back, we called the pay per view. And I think about our predictions. We were almost always on, and you oh, know, yeah. and it's you know, it's just too easy. And, and it, it's the it, road to me. I mean, I saw a thing fightful today on Twitter's like, who will win the women's Royal Rumble? I'm like, I wonder who will win the women's Royal Rumble. The men, I'm a little bit more uncertain about. The women, it's obviously Becky. It, it was made very obvious on Raw that it was Becky. They are just. It's probably going to be Cody winning two Rumbles in a row, but it was very obvious on Raw, like, okay, they're just going to keep Becky as busy as possible, have her have a feud with Zaya, have her have a feud with Nia, and just like, hey, just stay busy for the next three months before the Rumble. I think that's Didn't where Nia I And then she got fired. Is it Nia that broke her nose? Yes. Yeah. 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 I think... So, I don't think Cody's actually winning the Rumble, though. I don't think so. I think it's good. Yeah. I yeah, I think it's gonna be some it's gonna be somebody on Raw that wins it and then Cody wins Elimination Chamber. I think you're right, yeah. Probably. And that's and that's how they do the crossover. But to me, I think with all the news, I guess, and regular shows, it's been it's been a regular week in wrestling. It's probably been the There's... quietest week we've had all year because it just felt like news dump, news dump, news dump, news dump. And this week it's like like there was the Julia story, but that kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today. Um, it kind of just feels like, you know, you're getting to the end of the year. We know we're going to Survivor Series. We know we're going in full gear. But realistically, it feels like WWE's bigger goal is getting to Mania now. War Games will be fun, but they know their path to Rumble and Mania. And even with AW, full gear is going to be fun, but they almost seem to be wanting to get towards Revolution now. No, I was going to say the fake, the biggest, the biggest uh, news story was the fake cocaine. Oh on yeah, the, yeah. On the yeah, show, thanks. which shouts out to, and that was Billy Corgan's uh, idea too, by the way. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so that idiot. cost. So thanks for mentioning that. So yeah, we talked about this two weeks ago. CW had a deal in place that NWA NWA was going to be their wrestling show, and we were like, okay, cool. You know, it's been an up and down few years with them especially with the tyrus side of things but hey this is a change of the page for nwa friend of the pod mojabari was at the tapings this week so shout out to mojabari for being there and doing his tapings i look forward to seeing what he got a chance to do and i will still be rooting for mo if he's part of nwa because that's part of his his legacy and his run so that's exciting for him um but having james mitchell do coke on tv not so great to do that and uh the CW deal, the ink wasn't wet or even signed yet. So they pulled the CW deal and they gave the deal to NXT. And so NXT in 2024 will be going to CW and WWE get a 70% increase for what USA is giving them uh, right now. And the SmackDown deal gave them a 30 point increase. So I can only imagine what Raw is going to be. I just uh, got to say, it was worse than just James Mitchell doing Coke. 
You also had things like the announced team going, oh, that's a party I'd like to attend and things like that. Like, Well, like, and then and then the, the women that were there were like just doing like flossing it in their teeth as well. Yeah, it's brutal. Like it's just, you know, you don't, you don't have to be tied into today's culture to know that that's a bad idea. That would have been a bad idea any time in the history of the world. That would have been a bad idea in the Attitude Era. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. Yeah, not great. And I mean, their loss is NXT's gain. Technically, um, CW is under a brander of Warner Brothers. So technically, mm-hmm. AW and WWE are under the same banner now. And there's a, there's a big... Uh, what I was reading was that there's a big thought that it's going to be Disney that buys that gets the rights to Raw, I think, because they're about to buy Hulu. Like, because right now, they did buy Hulu. Hulu is done and it merges in March. And we should add today, too, uh, a thing that matters for at least John Cena and potentially WrestleMania 40, as far as it goes to Dwayne Johnson, is the actor's strike is over Mm -hmm. as of uh, 12 12 Eastern tonight. It'll be done. So I would I assume and Cena, Cena mentioned though. I thought Sorry? Disney was having a lot of trouble financially. Bob Iger was in water. Oh, they the are, but they fight. decided to drop a bag and buy Hulu like for like $160 million billion dollars or whatever it was. Because Comcast had the other side of Hulu. So they bought out Comcast and completely bought Hulu. How that affects Canada with Disney Plus, I'm not a hundred percent sure. We've already kind of got some FX content for a star. Uh, but sometimes stuff takes a little like you had stuff like the bear came out on Fox FX, and then we got the bear like a month later, or something like uh, Reservation Dogs, what we do in the shadow, or Dave, those come a lot later. So I do wonder now with the merger as far as Canada goes, if they'll get them all together. Shows, like, like... Only murders, only murders in the building was on immediately. That was on immediately because that was Hulu. When it's Hulu exclusive, it goes on. When it's FX, it doesn't. So now I'm interested because yeah. okay. the idea is on your side, Senator. That it would be an FX exclusive, but have streaming rights immediately on Hulu. Yeah. So that would be that'd be interesting. It's gonna be the they're gonna get their bag. That's the one thing we know for sure. And at this yeah. point right now, they're getting their bag. So let's see, let's see how the Ross plays out so that we can analyze this TV deal compared to the last TV deal, because that's the benchmark that you're going to see because you you last... have to assume sorry you have to assume too that tko wants wb and ufc kind of close from the same brand for one of them especially for the flagship i i could Perhaps. see that uh, all i know is that every time that wwe gets a uh, money deal they're like they'll never top this one they'll never top this mm-hmm. one then a few years later it comes around <laughs> and they pull the last one away and that's been a pattern for a while. Even even when AEW gets its new contract, oh yeah, you're gonna get a huge. I, I know, do wonder. Near the WWE numbers, but it it'd be a huge upgrade. Well, this does open the gate that you know when um, not Robert Burnock, his son, talked about WWE, just kind of said like, you know, they were a great partner, they were great, but it just didn't match the advertising numbers that they were promised. You know, it still did good numbers for them overall and a good synergy for them. I do wonder, and John Pollock brought this up at Post Wrestling, that you know Fox does have interest in staying in wrestling, and if Fox can maybe talk to an AEW about maybe bringing AEW over to Fox, because then they don't have to 
the the expectation of the advertising budget and everything like that would be a lot less than it would be with WWE. I think the problem with Senator Senator Denbo. Okay, I think the problem with with AEW going to Fox, and I know this is is going to sound like I'm nitpicking at it, is that they're going to have to change the presentation of it, like less bleeding. Yeah, WWE didn't doesn't really do the blood stuff. And when they do, even on recaps, like they're blacking it out. Yeah. Like AEW is really going to have to cut down on that. And I think a lot of people that watch AEW, not saying everybody, but a lot of people that watch it, they like it because there's like that sense of it's more like, I don't know if I would say R rated would be the best way to put it, but it seems not as protected as WWE is. And it's the alternative. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that Gordon? would have to kind of change. Senator's right. AEW is going to have to fire John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if they would stay with Turner. The the, the gates are open for them to go to tonight. Person. Moxley cut a promo tonight. I'm yeah. half surprised he didn't bleed during that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anytime I see him on screen, I think he's just supposed to like end up bleeding like 10 seconds later like that's just how it works i've started putting an over under on how long he bleeds in matches like three (laughs) minutes is the over three minutes and then i've had i've had me and addy we've been calling it it's like under over three minutes usually he's been under i can see that's an interesting game we have to do a prop bet on that next week for full gear yeah we're gonna add that that as a prop (laughs) for full gear for the full gear preview next week um so yeah, that was a great point you brought up, Senator. Uh, you know, CW is an interesting network. I mean, it seems like you know to not go into like Hollywood rundown territory here, um, but it does seem like CW is looking for a change of direction of what the network is. They've kind of canceled a lot of shows. Superman and Lois, which is uh, I would like to say is one of the best Superman shows that's came out in a while. It's really well done, but they're cutting the budget and they're ending it this year, and that'll be the end of DC on uh cw for the first time in 20 years smallville crazy yeah uh so yeah that's that's very weird um but it does seem like they're trying to go a different route i mean i I don't know what's happening with the live deal with golf now that the pga Mm. and live are together i'm not sure exactly what's going to that but obviously they have an idea to generate more sports property on there so whatever is happening with this live deal i'm assuming there's still something there um i have to do better research so i apologize if it is just off because of the pga merger um but i'm assuming they're still going to do some events even if it is with the pga uh and now having wb and you know they're going to be going for other properties as well and i think kind of like with disney and having fx for warner it's a kind of same thing that they have with cw right it's a it's a side network that they can put stuff onto. yeah because um this is going to be the weirdest example but the reality show F Boy Island, yeah, was on um HBO was on HBO Max and that's right. what it was. But now it's on CW. There you go. So that's so where like, they're putting some of their stuff onto CW now that was originally on there. And then isn't HBO Max supposed to be airing more like sports too? Like they had uh TNT like in. Inside yeah, the, the new NBA Max deal has a like bunch it. of NBA stuff on yeah. there. I think it has some PGA stuff on there as well. And I think they have, if I'm not mistaken, I think they have US 
soccer rights. NBC Universal has Premier League, but I believe they have yeah. Yeah, I believe they get some USA soccer stuff. I could be wrong. So yeah, I think they're just and they I think they're just doing a, they're just doing a shift right now of everything. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting you you mentioned the soccer though cuz it's it comes back to that whole point where you were mentioning earlier of Fox and I never did respond because I made the Moxley joke instead. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, there's a perception that wrestling fans don't have as much money and disposable income as people in other sports who watch mm-hmm. other sports. Like hockey can get less ratings but get better advertising dollars yeah. than wrestling can because there's a perception that the people that watch wrestling wider audience don't make as much money as the, as the people that watch hockey. Yeah. Or NASCAR NASCAR is actually a bit of an exception, but even NASCAR yeah. gets more for similar ratings. Soccer gets more F1 for definitely sim- does. You know? Yeah, like it it's there's just that perception. So that's yeah. why actually, you know, Disney Plus getting raw is so interesting because they're not relying on advertising dollars. Mm-hmm. You no. know, and it's so it, it it's a completely different dynamic and really changes the game. Well, and they've had a relationship with Hulu because Hulu used to air the SmackDown and the NXT replays and main event. So WWE's already had a relationship with Hulu in the past. And obviously TKO priorly with UFC has had a relationship with Disney. So um, Ari uh, has one there. And obviously Nick Khan is no stranger to having deals with uh, and having a relationship with Bob Iger. So those relationships are already ingrained there. And uh, I believe that was the best way to watch Raw. I think it was a 90-minute version. Yeah, it they, was. They yeah. edited that. That was like, that was, oh, not having to watch three hours. is It's <laughs> just the best 90 minutes. You're, you're laughing. It was, yeah. I, I mean, the, the interesting one will be of what the Amazons and the Apples are doing this because obviously Amazon is slowly – starting to build up their bag. They have Thursday night football. They're going to be a big provider of the NBA deal. I, I did think, uh, I thought M- that the WWE was going to wait until the NBA deal was done to see, see how much of a bag goes around. I, and I do wonder for Raw if they will wait a little bit because NBC is a big pro- uh, component of maybe going for the NBA, which would be great because we get our favorite theme song back of all time for us 90 kids. <laughs> Morning, you know what I'm talking about? um that got to have that but and if nbc doesn't do for it i i do wonder if WWE can have a conversation having the deal they do have with nbc universal of going to nbc proper and having the raw broadcast on that because again live sports right now that is where you're making your ratings there there is no really it, it's kind of funny to say but with big bang theory gone the last two years there is no show on cable television outside of senators reality shows that are really getting the big ratings and even i believe like the bachelor has dropped significantly in the ratings that it had properly but you know and i, I know it's the bachelor but... has done surprisingly well hasn't it? yes I think that's been uh, a big surprise. that eagles and cowboys game did 27 million for an afternoon football time slot this week and uh you know we've seen some of, there's been a few nba games though the wemby game uh, the other day, it drew up to, I think it was nine, the the Wimbenyama game. Uh, I can't remember yeah. who it was against. It was uh, but it, uh, Suns, the Suns. The Suns. Yeah, it, that jumped up to nine. 
Uh, All-Star, that All-Star Wolf series was jumping up because there is no mm-hmm. main show that people are going to. I, I cannot tell you the show on cable people are driving to. I, I would say the the best cable show, just a why award basis and ratings is probably Abbott Elementary. Um, But it's not like Abbott is doing great ratings because number one, American viewers are just going to wait until it's on Hulu. Canadian viewers are going to wait till it finishes off most of the time and then binge it on Disney plus when it eventually comes out there. So, or people are going to watch it on whatever illegal streaming site they're going to have. No one's really watching those shows live, but there still is the the demand for live sports on top of everything. Oh yeah. There, sports is sports is the uh, number one thing when it comes to ratings and then everything else right now until they get a show that can captivate everybody again. And the and, problem and, is a lot of the good shows are on streaming sites. And that's what I was about to say, Senator. That was what's been huge for Amazon is they've been able in Thursday Night Football to be like, hey, guess what? We got Gen V. Come watch Gen V. We got The Boys. Come watch The Boys. We got Upload. Come watch Upload. Invincible's back tonight. Come watch Invincible. So it's a free advertising for them to get people to know like, hey, we have these shows in our library that are now available that you can go. And that's something that I'm sure Apple wants to get if they can get the NBA or WWE or whatever to be like, yeah, a new episode of The Morning shows out or, you know, this Ted Lasso. Go check out We Have Ted Lasso. That's something that those streaming sites don't have the ability to for, that advertise as often as they'd like to. But with that, like, you know, you watch the Thursday night game, whatever the new show is, like I saw Gen V ads when Gen V was going on. They they showed Gen V over and over again. And last week it was like, it's the Gen V finale and it's Invincible tonight. Yeah. This is where WWE, though, has pulled the wool over people's eyes brilliantly again. And that's yeah. the people in the, in the television industry because WWE is highly PVR'd and watched on delay. It's yes, the, the demand for live sport is you're not gonna watch is you're not gonna watch a sport if you have the option of watching it live, you're gonna watch it live. Mm-hmm. Even if you watch a, a sport, you or you're not gonna binge a sport, you're not gonna sit there and go, I'm gonna watch all 17 weeks of the uh, NFL season after the season's over. You're not gonna <laughs> binge NFL. You're no. not going to uh, you know, even if you're watching a show or a, a event, say three hours live and you manage to avoid spoilers when you're watching on television knowing the game is over there's just a little less excitement Uh wwe has has convinced you know while they pretend to be entertainment first they've convinced television executives somehow that they're more sports and that they're pvr proof when the numbers don't actually back that up but it's amazing how few people it seems in the tv industry actually go and do a deep dive into the numbers. They, they are more about the negotiations. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. So true. Because what do you think the percentage is? Like, I would say an average wrestling viewer of, let's say, a Raw particularly, because Raw, we know the template, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say an average Raw viewer, SmackDown viewer, let's just say, watches the first 15-minute promo segment and then they're like, cool, I'm done. I'm going to PVR it and I'll watch it in an hour and a half. So I don't have to go. I can skip through matches that I don't want to watch. I would say that is the average. I mean, that's what I do half the time. I watch the opening promo and then I switch over to football. Yeah. No, well, especially during football season. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know the exact numbers. Wouldn't surprise me, though, if a third of the audience is doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, Brandon Thurston has these stats. 
at WrestleNomics. I'd I, I haven't taken a bigger look, but I'd love should actually send him a tweet and just like, what is the number of that opening promo to switch to football during football season? Because I'd love to see the the big drop that there is there. And compared to the PVR numbers that are going on identically, but it, it is interesting you bring it up more because that when you hear the Meltzers, the Sean Ross Saps, the John Pollocks talking about this television deal, they're talking about the, the demand for live sports, but you hit it right there. There, there isn't, the, it is a live sport quote unquote, but it's not the same of, like, you know, we we had our group chat the other day uh, with Cowboys and Eagles. We're all going back and forth, right? But we needed to all be in the moment of Cowboys and Eagles, right? We do pay-per-views have that, but I don't think a lot of live uh, wrestling programs have it. I mean, I even went in our group chat. It's like, it's Sammy and Seth tonight. No one responded to it because everyone's like, Seth's probably going to win and I don't need to watch it live. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to see the highlights on YouTube. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I w- watched the entire show. I literally think I went to YouTube and watched that. I think I ended up going back and watching that match, but like for the show, there was a football game on. I was watching yeah. that, and then I fell fell asleep, and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, "Oh, I forgot to f- finish watching Raw." So like, let me go back and watch <laughs> the highlights, like. Well, and that wasn't this a weekend. football game on Monday. There's not one on this week either. Don't worry. We're going to talk about that in 7K. It's Buffalo and Denver. It's it could be, be worse to see This is probably this is probably the worst week of primetime games I can remember for the NFL. You have Carolina and Chicago tomorrow, Raiders and Jets on Sunday, and Buffalo and Denver on Monday. I, ironically, and I'm not trying to be homer, the Jets and the Raiders is probably the most appealing game, but it's not that appealing. And I'm saying that as a Raider fan here. As as since the Broncos are coming off that upset over the Chiefs and the, the mm. Bills are struggling, there's a little intrigue there. Yeah. But I put those games both at a, at a like excitement level of about six and a half out of ten. And then yeah. the, the the Monday or the Thursday night game, like a one and a half out of ten. <laughs> it's kind of the Caleb Williams bowl a little bit. Um, all right, let's get to our gimmick here. So, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, the Julius stuff kind of got me kicked on this because we and, and then Will had a bunch of stuff during Crown Jewel as well. 2024, you know, we always talk about these big NBA, NFL, NHL free agent markets. At MLB's having a great one right now, obviously Otani, Cody Bellinger, some big free agents in, in Major League Baseball right now. WWE's 2024 is unlike anything I've ever seen for pro wrestling before. It, it, it has the chance to make some major shifts for big time stars. So I'm going to first off, read every single name off, and then we're going to try Then we'll go through individually of what we think they're, what's going to happen. Some we'll talk about a lot longer. Some we won't talk about at all, but let me try to do my best Excalibur right now. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> Your 2024 really wrestling fast. free agents. WWE, AJ Styles, Alexa Bliss, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, Pete Dunne, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Big E, Ricochet, Kevin Owens, Jinder Mahal, Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Wade Barrett. AW, and- Andrade, Bryant Danielson, Ethan Page, Keith Lee, MGF, Dustin Rhodes, Tim Ross, Tony Schiavone. Impact. Jonathan Gresham, Josh Alexander, Kenny Keene, Rich Swan, Tasha Steele, Donna Perrazzo, Brian Major, Kimberly, PCO, 
New Japan Pro Wrestling, Will Ospreay, Tommy Tonga, Clark Connors, Julia, and Nakajima. MLW, Asterix, Alex Hammerstone, we will talk about that. And free agents in the waiting. CM Punk, Matt Cardona, Dolph Ziggler, Matt Riddle, Sultan Benjamin, Riddick Moss, Ali, Elias, Sammy Callahan, Sony Kiss, The Bellas, Mandy Rose, Ronda Rousey, Tessa Blanchard. Was Sonny Kiss not with TNA? I mean, he showed up there. He showed up. He's not under contract. He's not under contract. Yeah. And I guess we should add um, Mercedes as well. Yeah. So uh, some of these some of these will go through a lot faster than that. I guess the one I want to start with is the one that is interesting, but it's just a a confusing situation. It's not the biggest name here. But Alex Hammerstone, who could be a big name, former MLW champion, uh-huh. isn't booked. He did a he did a uh, Twitter video today, and I thought he handled it really, really well, really respectfully, saying like he asked for his release to Court Bauer of MLW. Court Bauer denied it, but isn't booking him for anything in the future. Technically, he's supposed to be a free agent at the end of 2024, regardless, and he's just kind of waiting time. He's a really talented guy. And let's just say for the sake of it, Court Bauer gets him his release in the next little bit. Uh, where could you see Alex Hammerstone going? I would say an AW makes the most sense for him. I, I think it'll be TNA. And if TNA anything, they, I mean, the thing is you're talking about, he's at the end of 2024. If it was the beginning of 2024, this is a whole different situation. A lot changes in the world of wrestling that we can't foresee for the end of 2024. Yeah. Uh, I'll say AEW if we're under the impression that MJF is staying in AEW. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, okay, so WWE, AJ Styles. He's been there for eight years, which is crazy to think that he's been there for eight years. Kind of feels stale. He, as we're recording this, he'll be back on SmackDown this week. I'm assuming he's going to start something with the bloodline after they took him out. Um, he's had a good run, but is it time for him to jump to AW to have one more run with the elite and maybe go back to Japan? Or do you think he's happy? He's content. His boys are playing football. I believe his one son's getting ready to, uh, you know, play college football and he's just happy in WWE. Do you think he stays there? Uh, I'll go more than you, Senator. Thank you. He re-signs with WWE for probably two years. And I think that'll be it for, that'll be a career. And then it retires. Yeah, I I have him not leaving WWE. I think a lot of people want him to jump, but I just feel like he just seems like a pretty happy guy where he is. And it, maybe it, he you know, wants that Kenny match. He maybe wants that Kenny match, but Gallows and Anderson also came there for him. So I wonder if he does feel I kind of oh my guys, they they came here. We we're in this together. I think if he he, he once he signed his last contract, I think he just kind of was like, this is my retirement place. Yeah. Like if there was going to be a time for him to jump, it would have been once before he signed that last contract. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say this last contract was his last contract? He did, but I think he's going to do one more now. Yeah. He'll do one more. Yeah. Um, These next three, we kind of, I think we'll all have the same answer. So just to save time, Bliss, Dawkins, Ford, Bliss, I put an asterisk next to because I don't know if they're going to add time because of her pregnancy. But even if, even if they did, didn't, um, 
I just don't see her leaving WWE. And, and same with the Profits. They'll they'll resign all these people. Yeah, I don't see them. I don't see the Profits leaving. And Bliss. Bliss is kind of the only one where I could kind of see potentially leaving. But she has marketability outside of the company, too. Yeah. Especially with who her husband is. Yeah. But I would say that they're all saying what WWE. Uh, this would be a pair here. Becky. Go ahead, sorry. I think Street Profits are staying. I think uh, Alexa Bliss, I kind of expect her to sign a Legends deal or something like that. Hmm. I think I think her in-ring career is about done. She's had a lot of injuries too, right? And, and you know what? She could just want to be a mom. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that in the world. Because she, you know, as far as WWE standards go for Alexa Bliss, she's earned herself a Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a package right here. Uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, both in the summer, will be free agents. Both resign. Yeah, yeah I'm assuming so. Saturday, you yeah. staying the same thing? Yeah, no, I don't see them going anywhere. I think they love they love that company way too much. Heat done. This is the this is that where things get interesting. Fun. That's an interesting one. I think Pete Dunn leaves. I think, I think Pete Dunn leaves. I think he goes to AEW. I agree. I think Pete Dunn. Isn't Seamus' contract coming up soon, too? Seamus is another one. Well, if you want me to pair them together, Drew McIntyre, Pete Dunne, and Seamus, I kind of have in a group as well. And Wade Barrett. They're all up at the same time. I kind of feel like it kind of goes where Seamus goes. Because I feel like there's like a comfortability with Seamus at this point right now. I could honestly, well, and that kind of goes with me with Drew. With how close Drew and Seamus are as well, I wonder Shamo. Goes like, look, I had had injury history. Me and Drew are both free agents. I haven't done this this side of my career. He could just be comfortable where he is as well. And again, it's another guy that could retire and is a Hall of Famer in the WWE. He's close to being a Meltzer Hall of Famer. He's got a little bit to go, but you know, going outside of the company would really help with that. You got to draw outside of the company because yeah, he has a, he's he's being placed in a nice position in WWE, definitely WWE Hall of Fame career. Mm-hmm. He's won everything except for one belt, right? But uh, what's um, the one? Oh yeah, the Intercontinental. He's he's I think he's he's the only one that's won Rumble Money in the Bank and um Chamber. He's won everything. Yeah, he's pretty much trust won. me, he's nowhere near close to a Meltzer Hall of Fame yeah. career because he hasn't drawn money. Yeah. And if you either have to be so incredibly exceptional in the ring incredibly exceptional on Mike or incredibly exceptional in the amount of money you've drawn to be a yeah. Meltzer Hall of Fame. Never been the he's... lead guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess Sting's yeah, not even a Meltzer Hall of Famer. Stays. I think I think Dunn and McIntyre both leave for yeah. AEW. But I think Seamus stays. That's my opinion. But yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a weird one. I'm gonna say that Pete Dunn stays. Or if he does leave I don't think he's signing to AEW or anything. I, I think Japan. he's. I think he's going to do what um, grizzled young vets are doing now, 
and just popping up in different different ones not actually signing an exclusive one but like go back and do progress well, right? do like that type of yeah. stuff so you've seen people do that and, and it lasts for six months to a year and then they sign yeah, yeah. you know uh i just think about- the, i think they're trying to rebuild the british wrestling scene and i think that he would be he was one of the leaders of it for how many years so he was yeah yeah uh and sure. so Morning, you said Drew AW. Yeah, I say Drew AW. I'm gonna agree with you. I don't think Drew's gonna stay. Uh, where are you going, Senator? I think Drew's gonna go. I, I, I think the thing is, he still wants to be the guy, mm-hmm. and I don't think he sees a path to being the guy. No, like that opportunity was given to him. It was during mm-hmm. the pandemic. It sucked for him, but he's never gonna. I don't think he's gonna be. Is he comfortable being an underneath upper mid carter? Or does he yeah. want to be a main eventer? He has Not no with guys like Mello and Braun coming and others. He, he's yeah. that's gone. That's gone. I see him leaving, but I see him going to back to Impact. Interesting. That'd be a big get for them. That'd be a big get for them. Um, Randy Orton. I and again, I don't know if time's going to be added to this or not, but I, I think if the path Randy signed a contract in 2019, it was a five-year deal. If Randy was going to leave, it would have been in 2019. I still would love to see Randy Orton outside of the system, but I with the injuries and you hear his dad talk about the injuries. I don't know if I'd be getting the Randy Orton that I'd want to see like unleashed anymore. I, I think at this point now, he's just a legacy guy. And his contract that he gets, like he's, highly paid mm-hmm. and he's going to continue if he resigns he'll be resigned at a massive level again so mm-hmm. i don't see him going anywhere yeah unless tony absolutely backs up the brick truck i don't see him going anywhere because i just like even when he's not the guy he's still known as the guy in wwe yeah and i think um he's not going to want to go somewhere where he's kind of just seen as a legacy act, which is what he would be if he was in AEW. 100%. That's what Edge is already. Adam Copeland's already that to me. Yeah. You know, he, it's just if, if the only thing it would be the Adam Copeland thing of look at all these fresh matchups I can have. That, that's yeah. what I'm wondering for him. Yeah. Um, interesting one here. New Day Asterix with Big E. Um, he said that you know, there's positive momentum. I wonder if New Day looks at things and is like, if we want the Bucks match, if we want the Elite match, maybe this is the only way to have it. And, you know, they've already done so much stuff outside of the company. They can make it work, you know. And Woods has done a good job of getting Austin Creed over outside. Now, Kofi hasn't gotten Kofi outside of the WWE, and Big E can just be Langston even if he wanted to or whatever. I have no idea for New Day. Because they haven't been really used correctly. They seem like such WWE guys, but sort of edge. So I, I really don't know with New Day. I'm I'm very confused on this one. Life first, they're going nowhere. Yeah. Yep. I think as long I think they feel like a lot of opportunities that they would have never gotten before, they got through there. Uh up, up, down, down is still yep. a part of there. He he got him Austin Creed a part of what e e4 uh like, yeah e, g yeah g4 I mean, yeah so like yeah, g4, uh, yeah. um all that type of stuff like 
they don't need to be the tag team anymore. They just know that if they want to insert them, and I think Big E, whether he wrestles or doesn't wrestle again, he's always going to have a job with WWE. Oh, we yeah. saw him walk out. Uh, we saw him do the intro for the Wilder Fury fight. We saw like they're always going to find a way to keep him in thing. And he was supposed to be a coach. He he was at some of the training sessions, like all that type yeah. of stuff. He's they're they're going to protect all those guys. So ricochet. They do all the guys who get hurt on, on their watch. Yeah, yeah. Taking care of them. Ricochet. I would say because Samantha Irving is there for so long and their wedding and everything's coming up, I don't think he's going anywhere. I would have said if he wasn't with Samantha Irving, maybe, but he st- seems to, with Hunter, be getting a much better push and be taken much more serious. So I'd say he re ups. Uh, yeah, I don't I think, think he leaves. Think I, he leaves? I do. I think he leaves. I think, I think we're going to see him back in New Japan. I think we're going to see him back. Mm-hmm. Or, or see him in Impact Wrestling. Um, I think those are the. I think if you're working in Impact, you can also work New Japan. That's true. And that's and I I think that's we'll true. see that. I... Uh, Jinder Mahal. Dungeon wrestling. It's an yeah. interesting one. <laughs> Tell me when I'm telling lies. He's, uh, a, he's a real interesting one. I, technically, three and B will all be free agents next year because Heathy is also a free agent right yeah. now. So you know we could maybe get a reunion somewhere like a PWG or something with it. Be great. Um, I, I have don't, no clue. I don't think he's leaving. I bet. I bet they resign him. Probably. Um, and then the last one here, Ray Mysterio. Uh, one he said fifty. He's retiring at. He's forty eight. I checked it. He'll so he'll be forty nine. Uh, it he's not leaving Dom. So he'll retire in WWE at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's already yeah. Hall of Famer. So I guess the big one that we more or less say that's leaving is Drew, and then maybe Pete Dunn. Yeah. 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 AW Andrade, I see he's going to WWE. And I think Andrade's gone. I don't know, yeah, like hundred percent gone. He he's miserable there. Yeah, they brought him in, and I think he expected to do a lot more than what he's doing. He's and still married to Charlotte, right? That's all. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. He still uses he still uses the figure eight as his finisher right. in the uh, in AW. So so I'll say I'll say WWE for Andrade. I don't think yeah. he's going back to WWE because he was miserable. And I don't think he's staying in AEW because he was miserable. <laughs> so just AAA then? I think yeah, I could that's kind of what I think. Yeah. I could see him going back to Mexico. He'd be treated like a king. That's what Mystico did. Yeah. What do you think, Senator? Yeah, why not? Let's let's put Mexico on the table for him. I I don't see I don't see him staying in the AEW. That guy seems way too No, I think we all have him out. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson retired, but with w- with AEW. Yeah. He's going to take on a major behind-the-scenes role. Yeah. Continue to be with that company. He's he's creatively, he feels very satisfied there. Mm-hmm. 
and listen to? Um, here's a difficult one. Ethan Page. I think he's gone, but I don't, I had NXT maybe, but I maybe back to impact, but he didn't, he wasn't happy in impact. I, I don't know. I don't know what works for him. He's really talented. He I just a, don't know where he fits. Hasn't he got another guy with a, a fairly large behind the scenes role as a as an agent and stuff like that in in AEW? Ethan Pages. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, then maybe I believe he has a behind the scenes role, and and I think that's why he stays. Yeah, makes sense. Um, all right, here is to me the second biggest free agent of. 2024 maybe the third but second or third mjf senator then morton um each day i start leaning that he's already signed that he's not uh, actually a free right, agent yeah. so that's right, yeah. so i'm just gonna keep it that way he's with AEW. i think he's the biggest free agent um i have no doubt about that because he'll still be wrestling 20 years from now, mm-hmm. which you can't necessarily say that for any other free agent with it, but with his style and his youth. Yeah. He'll still the other one I'm 20- thinking of, definitely not. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I think I, it's like, okay, are you building him up as the greatest world champion so that you feeding his ego? So he wants to stay. Or are you screwing up because you're building him up as the greatest <laughs> world champion just for him to leave? Yeah. At this tip point, I kind of lean towards Tony Khan screwing up because he's so because that's wow. what I've seen of Tony Khan lately. Um, I think they're building him up, and I don't think it's going to work. I think he's going to be to be. Wow, I I agree with Senator, but we will see. I think he's already signed, but that would be. That will be interesting. I mean, with the stuff that happened with Joe today, it was the first time I'm like, maybe that's what's happening. Maybe this World's End pay-per-view, that is Joe or Wardlow. That's how we end this. Could be. And and you know what? If I don't see them putting it on Wardlow, so I don't see them putting it on Joe. Maybe it'll be somebody else. Could be Jay White even. They could long-term they could. go with Jay White. thing is, you're, again, is... The reason the whole for the gimmick too, right? Is long-term with Adam. The storyline is long-term with Adam Cole, mm-hmm. and the devil. That's the reason to stay. But and the devil. Growing up, he's a WWE kid. He is. I, I know. I think he's starting to feel loyalty for the AEW program that has pushed him and created him at this at this level. But yeah, I I, I do think he's gone. I think he's uh-huh. WWE now. Dustin Rhodes, WWE Hall of Fame, Legacy Act. Pretty easy to me. I think so. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Depending on the timing, might be whenever you might see him. He's come supposed out to be day. released. He's supposed to be a free agent in August. I do wonder if it gets to a point and he just goes to Tony. He's like, I want to be there for my brother at WrestleMania. Yeah. Can you just let me out early, please? Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been I've been loyal. Let Let's me just be there for Cody. Again, the only reason would be. For him to stay is for the training and that he mm-hmm. does with the young wrestlers yeah. in the company, and and you know if he doesn't want to give up that role and with that he has sure the have that at the performance center too. He could probably get that PC. Yeah, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's going to be a deciding factor. But that's the only one. No. Like the yeah. only reason I could think of him staying. Um, 
then two announcers, Jim Ross and Shivani. Shivani, life for AEW, not a question there. Uh, Jim Ross, I think he could be done with AEW. He's just like we've talked about. He's just done. Unfortunately, I mean, it happens to everyone. We're seeing it from Al Michaels right now, even, right? Al Michaels is having slippage. Yeah. Uh, it, it happens. Uh, for him, he's already taken a down since Al Michaels time is off. what, 78, though? Yeah. Yeah. He's like a decade older than Jim Ross. <laughs> yeah. I I think he stays with AEW, but he's just going to be a very special act. I don't know. I think he stays so- with AEW because we've talked again about. How, how there's a mark booking yep that's and exactly what i was mark about tone. to say <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> that's exactly what i was about to say tony Khan is it doesn't matter whatever he's he doesn't know how to use somebody as a as a legacy act so he will still be as bad as we've seen from jr and don't get it twisted we all listen to jr for how many years Years, we are yeah. kind of more just sad at this point of where it's where it is because we remember even when you open your instagram if you have watched any like wrestling stuff they're always going back to like those infamous calls that good old jr had to, I got it. all that stuff like it's just i i swear to god i i think that the success of the attitude era was one third him yeah mm-hmm. yeah it definitely he's a voice was. of a generation, like Gordon Soley is for a lot of people. He's a voice of another generation. Yep, but yeah, he's gonna stick with AEW. Um, but like I said, I just I know why he wants to keep commentating because it keep because of everything that's gone on with him and his wife and everything like that. Just mm-hmm. transitioning more to a backstage kind of Michael Cole type role where he can try to help develop people yeah, to be better announcers. I just, I get sad every time he's like on commentary. Yeah. Especially during all that. that. Yeah. Uh, we moved to impact wrestling. So I guess the biggest one that we had on that is I have Andrade going back to WWE. You guys have in Mexico and then, uh, Oh, and one more, I missed Keith Lee. I think he, goes back to WWE. I agree. And I think he gets a major push under under and Hunter. used properly under yep. Triple H for the first time in his career and mm-hmm. does really well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think he's back to WWE, go back with his wife. Uh Impact Wrestling, I won't go through we won't spend too much time with this. To, to me there's It'll only one released. there's only one big real free agent on here that's going to make a, a game-changing difference that would leave uh jonathan grisham i'd say he stays there's no he's not going to wwe i think he's too small for them and he burned his bridges with tony Khan. yeah uh grisham and his wife's there too grisham i can see him as one of those guys who's just on nxt because size matters less there and who's there as a coach wrestler type deal yeah could see that i think that's possible but unlikely yeah, I, with Jordan Grace still an impact too. I wonder if he just stays with his partner there as well. So, um, Josh Alexander, this is a tough one. If I if I had to do the ranking of five, he was a borderline in the top five for me. I think he's an impact lifer, and there's still a story for him to tell. He needs to finish his story. Um, but obviously, we know in the past AW's had interest. I'm sure NXT will be looking at him as well. 
But I have him still. I think AEW is where he goes. I, I think it's interesting. This this could tie into Ethan Page and his status. Mm. This is true. Good point. No, it's valid. I think he's going to stick with TNA, and I think he will end up doing uh, more work with New Japan. That would be good for him. I really wish TNA and Impact or TNA and AEW, sorry, hadn't burned mm-hmm. the bridges with each other, and they were still working together and giving me dream matches. Yeah, me too. Um, so many. Rich Swan. Same with uh, with TNA. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Deanna Perrazzo. I'm saying WWE. I think I already mentioned that I think you said she's... you said AEW. Yeah, as I said AEW and because I'm her just best I'm just saying because her best friend is in WWE with Chelsea. I think she's staying. It was just saying. So we that's the first one we had three different companies. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Good. Um Brian Myers, um, NXT trainer, probably Impact, NWA. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go AEW. Sure. And I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's going to be a AEW because I don't think he's good enough. <laughs> yeah, he's a good trainer. <laughs> maybe. I mean, if they lose Dustin, maybe they need a new trainer. I mean, yeah. it's one of those ones where, yeah, I mean, if they lose enough people, then. But I, I just don't. You know, I tell you this: whatever the Bound for Glory Battle Royal Royal Rumble ripoff is next year, he'll be in it. Yeah, I'll, nice. I don't know if he'll be a member of the roster or he'll just be in it, but he'll be in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, say, I could see her in AW, but she probably stays in Impact. Yeah, ever say. And I think and she'd P- AW. Okay, and then PCO, Rena Vonner again. I see him in NWO or A. Sorry. Yeah. All right. New Japan Pro Wrestling, which has the biggest free agent next year to me. Um, but we start with some of the other ones here. Tommy Tonga, I would say, stays in New Japan. Uh, yeah, just based off of what he said about loyalty towards yeah. New Japan, I think he'll stay. I think so, too. Clark Connors, I say NXT. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. I've been waiting all week for Morton on this one. Nakajima. I think he stays. Yeah, I'm leaning towards it. I could see AW. I could see it too. I could see it too. I, I think he stays. He's, he's interesting. He's he's interesting. He he's kind of snuck up. Um John Pollock was talking to him. He's like, he's he's a sneaky one in this class. He could be a game changer for a company. Yeah, he's got he's got something. It's just a matter of whether or not somebody can harness it. Yep. I don't really know who this is, so I'm just <laughs> gonna say New Japan still. Uh Julia, I guess from what we know, WWE, which is holy crap, that is a get. 
Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Holy crap, that is a get for them. Um, well. And then to me, the biggest free agent, Will Ospreay. Morton, then Senator, then I'll go. Oh, but when you talk about sure, the 20 the years, point. I give it to I agree. But I think at this current moment, for the next five years, this is the biggest free agent of pro wrestling because this is the best wrestler in the world. This is true. This is the best wrestler in the world. And he's not going to re-sign with New Japan. No, and, he's already made that clear. We can throw that one out the window. And, and I think and we can also – it, 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 he's not going to impact. He's going to WWE no, or TNA again, as much as TNA, as much as he, he raved about them from Bound for Glory, and they really want him back, there's just no chance. So it's going to come down to who's offering the most money. Well, WWE historically does not give free agents who've never been in their company a huge contract. But this is they different. They just don't do it. So the odds are good that AEW will offer more money, but it's all coming down to money. It's not coming down to anything else. It's coming down to money. And WWE has more money to offer. AEW is more likely to offer more money. I think he's going WWE. I think we're going to see a surprise. Senator? I'm going to go WWE. And I think the big advocates for that is going to be Ricochet mm -hmm. and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I think, and you've heard Sean Ross Sapp and a few other people tell, as great as this Jade thing was for her, this was a shout and a preview to Will. All the stuff with Jade was, yep, this is great for Jade, but this was kind of a template to Will Ospreay of what you can be in this company. And I think Will knows, like, this is, he. it's time for him to cash in, like you mentioned, Morton. And it depends on what he wants to do. The bigger matches for him that he hasn't done is WWE. He's never faced Seth Rollins. And that is an absolute showcase dream match for him. The Ricochet rematch is right there. As much as I hate to admit it, the Logan Paul match would be really good. Um, a Rey Mysterio match. I don't think he's ever faced AJ before. Um, Carmelo Hayes is there. And he he has, unlike with AJ, who is great, and they pushed AJ, Will has a look, too, that they traditionally like with Will. He's a handsome guy. He's really charisma. And he hits on the international market in England. They've never had a, a British superstar this big since Bulldog. I, I will say, say, I think it's okay. better we'll for... for I will say, so we'll probably say the same thing. I'll just beat you to it. Now, I will say he's probably better off in AEW, like probably. for his body and for the amount of times he would work and these type of things and the schedule. And, and maybe I'm wrong, though, because Tony lets them do more crazy stuff than mm -hmm. they're allowed to do. And, and he might. And we Lord knows he does crazy stuff. So that's a clean sweep for us. We all think Will's going to WWE. So I'll, I'll say this. With what global um expansion that you see wwe trying to do at this point right now i think that also helps with um will Lospreay's thoughts because yeah. then you're looking at bigger markets to become a bigger star yeah for whatever you want to do for your next contract so no matter where you go you're just completely increasing your bargain bargaining chips mm -hmm. and then if you're looking at them 
being able to sell and make way more off of merch than we went to an AEW show and we kind of saw like the merch stand there compared to like a WWE show. Mm -hmm. If you have to, and if you're looking at money wise, you got to look at all that aspects. You're looking at um, these shows that are putting on. They just announced Germany and then they have Australia. They have uh, the UK ones that they're doing. There's a rumored Paris show coming. Yeah. Rumored Paris show. They're, rumor that they're still trying to get into japan to do more shows like these are the type yeah. of stuff that uh they had a rumored deal with noah for a bit there that kind of faded away yeah that thank thanks vince but um yeah no <laughs> like if we're if we're looking at these type of stuff we can look at what's gonna kind of make you the bigger star at this point right now and i think wwe with what how they're trying to brand everything and become way more global compared to AEW who's getting to that point slowly but they're not there yet yeah I I also forgot to mention the Gunter match as well which would be yeah I thought of that one. <laughs> oh my yeah. god I'm not so sure again they haven't faced each other but if the, no matter what uh, it would be a, a banger and mm, we still yeah. have one name left but I have to say this if I'm right and MJF goes to WWE and Will Ospreay goes to WWE, and the big signing for AEW back is Drew McIntyre, then it's going to be a real good year for WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's and no then, slight on Drew McIntyre. It's just facts. There's yeah. one more person in that top five. And if they get Julia on top of that, if you get Julia, MJF, and Will Ospreay, you just you sign three of your next upcoming young stars while having everything you do still in NXT. Yep. Because mm-hmm. Mello, Mello, we talked about Mello and, and Will. Holy crap. I think Wesley and Will would be. Well, Wesley mm-hmm. and Dragon Lee. I'm sure they've wrestled yeah. before, but um, then the uh, can't deny this guy's in the top five. We'll find out in two weeks, I guess. We'll have the first crack of it. One Phil Brooks. CM Punk. Senator then Morton. Okay, I'm gonna say this respectfully. I don't care. Yes, that's the you just took exactly the words, words for word, what I was gonna say. Oh Except for God. the respectful part. <laughs> I was not gonna say respectfully. Okay, I know you don't care, but make a prediction just for the sake of the show, please. Sure. WWE. Okay, Morton. Impact. Him, mm, TNA, nice. I'll say I, uh, I really Hilarious. want him to be the devil because that would be the greatest swerve in wrestling in Ooh. decades. If that was the plan, and he is the devil, that will be the greatest swerve in wrestling in decades. Watch it be Jack Perry. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Possibly. Um. Matt Cardona, I, I I think he's really happy where he is, but I think whenever he cashes it in, he'll just come home. I think his I think his stock right now for where it was has gone down a lot. It has, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a run with Chelsea that could be really good. Yeah. So I'm gonna say WWE 
just because he's been backstage a lot. We saw him. We saw like something with him and Natty. There was like a like on WWE Instagram page. Yeah, like Natty like low blowed him or something like that. Like he's yeah. kind of just on screen thing a little bit. So I'll just say WWE. I think he's going to keep doing what he's been doing. I I remember when I was at uh, WrestleMania a few years ago, we were at the uh, at the WrestleMania the Fan Fest, and uh, they had a shop there, and they were filming a a segment for WWE Network with with uh, with him, and uh, you know he, <laughs> Zach Ryder, and he gets to the, the the one of the fake WWE belts, and he grabs it and he holds it and shows it to the camera and goes someday. And me and Addy are looking at each other and going no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. most of these we've we've done, so I'll just kind of run through. Uh, Ziggler, I think we're all saying AEW. Yeah, uh, I think so. Matt Riddle, I'm assuming AEW. I'm assuming Impact. Saying Impact, a. interesting. NWA. Um, NWA that would make a lot of sense too. Uh, Shelton, I'm saying AEW. New Japan, if it, or TNA, yeah, one or the other. Uh, Riddick Moss and Emma, and I'm saying TNA. Yep. Ali, AEW. Uh, yeah. Nowhere. Nowhere. Wow. Uh, Elias, NWA. He just fits the mold. Yes, that's probably right. Uh, Sammy Callahan, AEW. Uh, WWE goes back. Let's throw something different out Solomon there. Solomon Crow reinvented MLW. Sure. Let's say MLW for something different. Uh, Sony Kiss. I'm gonna since it was kind of temporary already. I'm gonna say TNA. Yep, TNA. Yeah. Um, the reason why I said for who did we just say before Sony Kiss? Sammy Callahan. Sammy, Sammy Callahan. Callahan. Uh, only reason why I said that was because I guess. Carrying Cross is trying to bring him into WWE. Right. So. That's right. Um the Garcia twins. We all know the we all know the pull that Carrying Cross has. He's got yeah. pull, man. He's got Luchador pull. Uh, and everything. The Garcia twins. I almost I was like, who the hell is that? And then I remember it. Like it just like yeah. I don't AKA, remember the AKA the Bellas. It's AW. It's gonna AW. happen. It's gonna happen next yeah, year. So. Yeah. I think yeah. So. yeah, it's gonna happen. And it uh Mandy Rose, I say next year she's back in WWE. I could see her as a special introduction in the Rumble. Does she want to take the pay cut? That's you've mentioned this before. I don't know. I don't think Mandy Rose is gonna wrestle again, to tell you the truth. She's she doesn't need to. Too, yeah, she's making way too much money. I agree. Ronda Rousey. Oh my gosh. I don't think so. I think she uh I think she just maybe does some spot independence yeah. and enjoys her life. Tessa yeah, Blanchard. I, I, think she, I don't like, even I don't think she likes like wrestling. Come back to UFC then 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 yeah. wrestling. But she'll be she'll be or at 300 in some general. way. She'll be at 300 in yeah. some specific special way. Obviously not with a with a fight. So. Uh Tessa Blanchard. Jail? <laughs> um, uh, Tessa Blanchard. 
I would. Well, I mean, she fits it, the mold. She fits the NWA mold. She does. She? Yeah. There you she go. Does. NWA. NWA. Uh, and then the last one, Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet. AEW. Yeah. I don't think I don't think the fact she was shown on camera was a coincidence. I think the storylines there. Uh, I just see it happening. Unless Bailey can really convince her to come back. I say, yeah, I say AEW, but on a real short contract. Yeah. It might be yeah, like a one-year contract. Two, like a flare years. contract. Yeah, something like that. Get those yeah. matches out the way. And then I I do think she's going back to WWE, but I do too eventually. No, for like so there you go. Years. It's it is a uh, it's a really crazy free agency crop next year. Um I, I think the top three obviously or in whatever order is will mjf and drew and then julia is probably four and then josh alexander's five i mean i'm sure people would argue cm punk is in that top five i have will mjf mercedes Mm, yeah mercedes in the top five uh drew julia even even though I said I don't really care, it's the punk, news yeah. is always about punk. So it is. punk would be there, unfortunately. But like, I don't care. I agree that uh, that's the perfect list. That to me exactly. And uh, even though you and I don't care, um, a lot of people will. Yeah, I'm still sadly care. <laughs> I hate and then and I then care. they'll realize eventually the rose will be off the bloom with him in there shortly after as well he'll get if he comes out of survivor series if he is let's say it, it's, it seems like nakamura is going to have a mystery opponent potentially um and if it is just, punk that crowd's going to go absolutely shit oh the, you know, until the match happens and then yeah. they'll go oh he's a, he wasn't really so, that good before and now he's really really not that good <laughs> um, by the way i had heard that if, if nakamura does have a mystery opponent at survivor series and if it's not punk is Randy Orton good enough to sustain that Chicago crowd from not going crazy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, so, yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he hasn't been there for 14 months now. Yeah. A long time. Him, come, him coming back, to me, is is the biggest return for anything for the rest of this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. The so other thing would sit. The other name that would satiate them would probably be Brock. And who is a free agent in 2024 as well, but I didn't put it on the list because Brock's not going anywhere other than WWE or retirement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brock is is such an anomaly. Like he is. Best businessman in in the in the game. Sure. He's gonna make so much unless he could get unless Tony does want to bank. I mean, he has the bank. Unless he wants to, if he wants to offer it, I mean, that guy's a mercenary. He will go for the money. I I guess I could have put Goldberg and Hogan on there, and we could have just said AEW for them. Maybe no. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. What other yeah. legends are around that he can yeah. come get? Still, D'Lo Brown, I think it's available. Gangrel. No, I think I could see him signing Yokozuna. Yeah, um, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> you know, there you go. Um, under the genre, Farouk. Okay, uh, Morton, take us out of here with your 
joke. Okay, I'm going to point out, I said it was R-rated last week, and I gave you time to get off the podcast. So don't blame me (laughs) and give all this feedback to Josh about the joke. Here's one. I'm pretty sure I told this to Josh, but A, uh, Senator doesn't heard it. B, I don't think Josh will remember. Um, Anyway, so, uh, and it's too good for y'all's not to hear. It's one of my personal favorites. So there's this kid, he's walking by, and there's this old this those old guy in the in the woods. This old guy's on the porch, eh? He's rocking back and forth in his chair. And the kid walks by, and the kid's got a bag full of stuff. And old man's curious. He says, Hey kid, what's in the bag? And the kid says, duct tape. Remember it, Josh? Mm-hmm. No? Do you remember it? Slightly. 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 Okay. He says duct tape. I says, what are you doing with the duct tape? Well, he goes, Well, I'm gonna kid says, I'm gonna go catch some ducks. So the old man just laughs at him. He walks out. And a couple hours later, the kid walks by with a duck. So the next day, he's walking by again. He's got a bag full of, uh, of you know, with him again. And the old man calls out and goes, hey, kid, you got duct tape in that bag again? And the kid says, yeah. And he says, you know what? You can't catch ducks with duct tape. It was just a fluke. I don't know how you did it, but you can't catch ducks with duct tape. Kid says, whatever you say, old man, walks by. A couple hours later, walks by with three ducks. So the next day, the old man's waiting for the kid because he's really curious now. The kid's walking by. He finally sees him. He says, hey, kid, you going out catching ducks? And the kid says, yep. old man says, well, I'm coming with. Just hold on while I grab some things. The old man, uh, the kid says, well, don't bother grabbing any duct tape, old man. I got enough for both of us. And the old man says, well, that's fine. You bring the duct tape. But if that duct tape thing of yours works, just in case, I'm also bringing some pussy willows. And the jokes keep coming, I tell you. Oh, my God. It is becoming one of my favorite segments of the week. I will say that. <laughs> it is better than the Duff McKenzie joke of the week on the Jericho podcast. Oh, I hope so. I, don't, I, I hope I can keep it up then. Now you're, now you're making me feel a lot of pressure. Yeah, the yeah. pressure's on. Pressure's on. Uh, thank you so much to the Senator and to Morton. We'll be back next week as we'll have a Full gear preview. Then we'll have a Survivor Series preview the week after that. Then we will take a minor break uh, for the winter, and then we'll be uh, back for uh, – so we have a, two more regular pods, and then we'll take about a three-week break for the holiday season, and then we'll be back for the best and the worst shows. So we are uh, getting to the end and to one of my favorite shows and potentially may have the return to Joel Johnson. And maybe Adam will stop ducking uh, Morton. Yeah, I know. That guy – He's, I'm calling him out face to face. I'm going to make the announcement to Actually, Brett and to Adam. He's taller, than me. He's taller and better, younger and better looking than me. So I don't think <laughs> I want to do that. If if Adam and Brett don't do this, I'm going to make a, pro- a proclamation on the chat. You can't be part of this chat if you're not on the podcast. This is the whole part of the chat. <laughs> you got to be on the podcast. So if you're not, uh, if you don't contend in the next two podcasts, you're out. You got to do at least one of the rate. You can't just jump on the year end review and be like, yeah, okay, I'm here for the year end review. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. Every, me being here every week, all year long. <laughs> Unless you have a confused absence like Joel, you got to put in the work. Yeah. Anyways, uh, everyone, thanks yeah. so much for listening. Uh, Senator, what do you got to plug? Uh, not so soft pod. 
keeping up with this editor. We're going to be doing some stuff soon. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. And follow my Instagram at the senator. And uh, more than what you got to plug. So hard for me not to make a joke when you say that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be good and say I'm nothing to plug at this moment. There's nothing of, of note. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to. You know what? I do have something to plug. I almost forgot. I'm sorry. My book showed up. It's in clearance right now. Nice. Waiting to pass customs. My graphic novel is here. So we'll have something on the website about it. And of course, uh, you know, um, buy it. I just put 10 years into making it and it's really good. And, you know, uh, it supports the podcast. And if you don't buy it, I will cry. Yeah, it is the reason uh, everything that Morton does here with We Talk Podcast. It is the reason that FTN has uh, been here as long as it has. And so we thank him for that. And go get the book. And until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy the day. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Tape Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Tape 42.